time to cover all things Catholic in the heart of South and Central Texas. Live from the studios of the Guadalupe Radio Network, get ready to rise and walk. All right, folks, and good afternoon to all of you tuning in right now to the Guadalupe Radio Network in South and Central Texas. Thank you all. Really, I'm serious for joining us today here on Rise and Walk. As you can tell, my voice is a little bit hoarse, uh, but I'll get through it. I think I'll be just fine. And of course, I always ask you, are you ready? For another local and live show with all things Catholic, I have to say it one last time. Uh, happy Easter. Hallelujah. He is risen. Wow. With uh, Ascension Thursday, this past Thursday, and of course, we celebrate Holy Mass, uh, and we move the feast over to Sunday. Ascension Sunday was a, a, a wonderful weekend, extended weekend of celebrating Holy Mass uh, beautifully. Uh, I'm looking forward to today's show, and as soon as Sean shares with us what we're going to be talking about, I think you're going to you're going to grasp as well. You're going to love it, also. So, Sean, what do we got going on with today's show? Actually, Richard, today we're going to be discussing with uh, Mr. Caesar Camacho of the the associate. He's an associate of the Congregation of the Blessed Sacrament. He's going to be discussing with us the upcoming procession, of course, uh, for the Archdiocese uh, in celebration of the Feast of Corpus Christi uh, coming up in June. Amen. And, and if you know anything about me, you know I love promoting Eucharistic adoration, Eucharistic processions, and anything and everything to do with that. And if you're not currently spending an hour a week in Eucharistic adoration, what are you, what are you waiting for? There's the invitation. Please go to your, your local parish or find one of the many parishes across the Archdiocese uh, of San Antonio or uh, Diocese of Austin that allows you to spend time in Eucharistic adoration. I think, I, I still think the numbers are correct. San Antonio has the second largest number of adoration chapels uh, of any city in the United States, except wow. for, what was it? It was St. Louis, I think, because back then Cardinal Burke, when he was the bishop, archbishop out there, made it mandatory. But San Antonio has, has the most. So folks, make it a point to go stop and say hi to Jesus, whether you're going to by St. Matthew Catholic Church uh, which their adoration chapel is kind of large, or maybe Our Lady of Grace, or the many parishes that offer Eucharistic adoration. You get to spend time with Jesus. That's beautiful. Please consider doing so. Yeah. But with that, let's get to praying. Of course, during this year of St. Joseph. So if you please join me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Oh, St. Joseph, whose protection is so great, so strong, so prompt before the throne of God, I placed in thee all my interests and desires. O St. Joseph, do assist me by thy powerful intercession and obtain for me all spiritual blessings through thy foster son, Jesus Christ our Lord, so that, having engaged here below thy heavenly power, I may offer thee my thanksgiving and homage to the most loving of fathers. O St. Joseph, I never weary contemplating thee and Jesus asleep in thine arms. I dare not approach while he reposes near thy heart. Press him in my name and kiss his fine head for me and ask him to return the kiss when I draw my dying breath. Amen. Amen. St. Joseph, patron of departing souls, pray for pray us. For us. St. Anthony the Padua, pray for us. Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Um, I, I do want to make mention before we get to uh, Caesar. Uh, I want to thank our newest sponsor, and, and, and particularly because we've got, I think we've got some hail coming. Uh, we have uh, Patrick Thompson, uh, co-owner of What the Hail Roofing. Uh, hail as in Hail Mary, if you want to say it that way, but What the Hail Roofing is one of our newest sponsors, as, as our newest sponsor. 
And I pray that none of you all are going to experience any hail or roofing damage right now. But if you do, oh well. They're one of our sponsors, and I would ask you to prayerfully consider just giving them a call for more information. Uh, I mentioned Ascension Thursday. Uh, we went to our parish of St. Timothy's, and we went to Holy Mass at St. Timothy's. And, you know, I'd never noticed this, Sean. Uh, right before Holy Mass began, they extinguished the Easter candle. Oh, I didn't know So that. maybe, maybe, I, maybe I've got a little bit, uh, I think the Easter time is still right now. Maybe I should look, look that up. Yeah, still going. But to extinguish the Easter candle uh, uh, was very prominent uh, there during Mass. And I'm wondering if parishes did that uh, on Easter, I'm sorry, on Ascension Sunday. Did you see that at the parish? I, I, I did not see did that. Not, did no. not. Oh, well. Um, but I do understand you were out at a parish from winning Guadalupe Radio. How'd that go? Where were you at? It actually went super, it went super, Richard. Um, in fact, I did my first parish talk without the training wheels, so thank you for that. Yeah, <laughs> it was really exciting. Actually, I got a chance to uh, you know, give the parish talk over there at Our Lady Queen of Heaven Catholic Church, uh, pastor uh, over there is Father Oscar uh, Theo, and of course, Deacon Larry. They were such great hosts and just welcoming me over there. I met a lot of great parishioners over there. Uh, in fact, uh, Richard and Ray of the uh, Crusaders um, of Christ Motorcycle Ministry, I thought that was just the coolest thing. Everybody was just so very uh, welcoming. Uh, and in fact, um, the Crusaders of Christ over there um, at the, you know, Our Lady Queen like of Heaven. They're bikers, right? They, they are. They, they are. And it <laughs> was so cool, cool. To, to, to see them there and, you know, giving thanks and praise and worship to God. Uh, they're, all, they're holding a, a benefit barbecue plate uh, sale, okay? Uh, those benefits are going to, um, it's going to help the, the, the parish and their needs uh, over there. So, uh, again, if, if you can reach out to, to, to Richard. Uh, it's actually going to be that on the 21st uh, from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, nine bucks a plate, chicken. Sausage, rice, the fixings, of course. So, and more importantly, it, uh, the funds go toward a great cause. So, uh, I'm ready to, to to see them have a successful event. So, if uh, anybody uh, is willing to to give to a good cause and and get some, you know, a great meal in the process, contact Richard and, and Sandra. Uh, their number is two one zero eight eight nine one nine zero four. Amen. And you're always mentioning Father Oscar um, because you've 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 gotten to know him since his days at. St. Anthony Mary Claret, but this weekend, uh, actually this morning when you came and you downloaded with me about Deacon Larry, is that his name? Deacon Larry? Yes. You were on fire for him. He's a listener and supporter. He is a listener and supporter, Richard. Yeah, he, um, in fact, I didn't think I was going to be able to get my talk in because he was actually just singing our praises. So thank <laughs> you, beautiful. Deacon Larry, if you're listening out there. Thank you so much for that. That's awesome. I love it whenever we have priests and deacons uh, that are tuning in and listening. So know that you guys, you are in our prayers. Um, also, this past weekend, we have two new priests for the Archdiocese of San Antonio. Father Paul, I cannot pronounce his last name, Melgarro, so I can't pronounce But he's going to be going to St. Matthew Catholic Church as okay. a parochial vicar out there. And then Father Ed or Father Edward Gonzalez is going to be going to Holy Trinity Catholic Church out there, helping out Father Rodolfo Caballero. Awesome. Rodolfo Caballero. So uh, welcome to... Uh, although he's been here at the Archdiocese, both of them. I look forward to getting them on the air very soon and to ask them more about their vocation story. It's going to be beautiful, isn't it? Oh, that's excellent. I just love, anytime I'm in the presence of a priest and I have a chance to, to talk to them, uh, one thing that I find so fascinating is the different walks uh, that they come from. When did they experience the call? Um, how did they you know, discern the, the call? Even you know, some of these priests I, I've, I've met and had the pleasure of talking to, they, they get the call at a very early age. And I, then again, I mean, for, for me, I didn't realize, uh, you know, what, what I was called to do until much later. So it, it is such a blessing for him. It's beautiful, actually. It sure is. And in fact, I need to look up the priests that were, that were ordained for the Diocese of Austin so I can get their name 
and maybe some interviews going as well. Um, I do want to make a quick announcement also, but we're going to be sending out an email uh, with the news. Ah, maybe you know what? We'll hold off. We got some exciting news for you all next Monday. How exciting is it, Richard? It's crazy exciting. <laughs> crazy exciting. Um, yeah, I'll hold off and we'll get that email going. And for those who don't currently aren't are not on our email list, please send an email to sean at grnonline.com. That's Sean, S-H-A-U-N. Thank you for that, Richard. At GRN, because I knew you were going to do it. <laughs> at grnonline.com. He will put you on our distribution list. And please, of course, share with us what parish you're at and how, uh, how long you've been listening to Guadalupe Radio. And we'll share that information with you this coming week. It's awesome. Looking forward to that it. That sounds great. Um, also, this month of May, we're, we're, we're drawing to a close. We're on, what's the date today? 17th. So I guess we've got about 13, 14 more days. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't yet begun the practice of praying the Holy Rosary every single day, to you guys especially out there, dude, the prayer isn't made as it wasn't created. It wasn't, it wasn't meant for just our wives, for the ladies, for your moms, for your daughters. It's for us, too, to meditate on the Gospels. So please, during this month, ask the Holy Spirit to place on your heart, and maybe with this coming Pentecost uh, uh, solemnity, this coming uh, uh, Sunday, you ask the Holy Spirit to place on your heart that intense desire to pray the Rosary daily, maybe even all the sets of the mysteries. Why not? You're going to wish you did in this next life. So pray the Rosary daily. It's my, it's my message for the day, the message for the month of May. And toss in there for your parish priests and for the hierarchy of the church. You need to start a, a, a holy hour at your parish, maybe once a month. be great if it was once a week. But maybe you get a hold of your deacon. Maybe at, at St. Um, oh, sorry, what's the parish you were at this weekend? Sean? I was at Our Lady, Queen of Heaven. Oh, Queen of Heaven. I can never remember that name. Uh, ask Deacon Larry, if you're out at the parish, if he'll expose the Blessed Sacrament and you pray an hour for Father Oscar and, and, and for your parish priest, the rest of the parish priests that are out there. Maybe the priest that, that baptized you, or maybe the bishop that, that confirmed you. Uh, but you know, our, our, our fellow parishioners, our fellow priests, our deacons, our religious, they all need our prayers. Our seminarians need our prayers. Start a holy hour at your parish. And... I think you'll see wonderful fruits. But anyway, um, that's the month of May, dedicated to the month of Mary. Sean, any, any other details that I'm forgetting? No, I think you covered it all, Richard. All right. So we got somebody listening out there waiting for us. Um, sorry to get distracted, but folks, our topic for today, uh, when Marty gets back, we're going to take a quick break, but we're going to be talking about Eucharistic processions, uh, especially here in the Archdiocese of San Antonio, uh, I'm excited because Cesar Camacho is going to be with us. Uh, he's been there since the beginning. We're also going to touch on, touch on the Congregation of the Blessed Sacrament, what that is, how you can be part of it, how we can grow it, how we can maybe even spread that to all the parishes in the Archdiocese of San Antonio and the Diocese of Austin. I mean, how incredible would that be, having a group at your parish dedicated to uh, the Blessed Sacrament? It's going to be exciting, isn't it? It's going to be super exciting. I just love, um, if you haven't started that, um, that devotion in, in taking an hour, maybe taking 30 minutes a day, I'd highly encourage it. It was a big part in, in my journey. Uh, I still try, uh, as, as busy as you keep me here, Richard, you know, I still <laughs> try to get out there and, and, and get, uh, get in front of the, the Blessed Sacrament and, and worship Jesus in the Eucharist there. It's beautiful. You know, one of the, the um, I'm going to say requirements, uh, here at Guadalupe Radio, when you get hired on, uh, they require you, I'm going to keep saying that, yeah. to take an hour off of your work week yeah. to go to Eucharistic adoration. That's how important it is to remain in prayer. And I know there's that, that fr- saying out there, and I forget who said it, I'm not sure if it was Cardinal Newman, 
Um, but everybody should pray for at least 30 minutes a day unless you're busy. Yeah. Then you pray for an hour. Boom. Because if Jesus is not at the forefront, at the highest priority, your, your focus is wrong. And it's funny because I joke about when, when Toya, our vice president, mentioned that to me during the, the orientation part. I thought she said an hour out of my eight-hour workday. So I'm like, right. man, I get to go to adoration every day. <laughs> so uh, I, was, I was mistaken. But yeah, definitely take that hour. We need to be doing it. But folks, let's take a, a quick break right now. When we get back, Cesar Camacho and the Eucharistic Procession here at the Archdiocese of San Antonio. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more Rise and Walk here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. 13, 12, 11, uh, What are you doing, Cecil? Nine. Oh, are you counting down the seconds until our Summer Speaker Series four, tickets with Father three, John Ricardo two, go on sale? One. I gotta go get my tickets. Bye. Uh, I guess I'll do the rest of the spot alone then. The tickets for our 13th Annual Summer Speaker Series are on sale now. Join us for an evening of food fellowship and a presentation by Father John Ricardo, all in support of Catholic Radio. The event is happening Thursday, August 5th, beginning at 6 p.m. in the Grand Ballroom of the Irving Convention Center. Tickets and discounted hotel rates can be found at grnonline.com. Guadalupe Radio Network wants you to know, As for the Son, He affects His own resurrection by virtue of His divine power. Jesus announces that the Son of Man will have to suffer much, die, and then rise. Elsewhere, He affirms explicitly, I lay down my life that I may take it again. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. We believe that Jesus died and rose again. Christ's resurrection is the fulfillment of the promises both of the Old Testament and of Jesus himself during his earthly life. The phrase, in accordance with the scriptures, indicates that Christ's resurrection fulfilled these predictions. Paragraphs 649 and 652 in the Catechism. Read and learn more today in the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Bike riders and fans of the Texas Hill Country, you're invited to Tour de Bernie Bike Ride Saturday, June 26. You'll enjoy time riding throughout the beautiful Texas Hill Country with other bike enthusiasts like you. Tour de Bernie is a 501c3 nonprofit organization who are dedicated to giving back to those in need in the Bernie community. Register online or find more information at tourdebernie.com. That's tourdebernie.com. Come out and ride June 26. We'll see you there. Now, back to Rise and Walk. <laughs> That's right. i got to remember that. I have to start training for that. I'm doing that bike, uh, that, that Tour de Bernie. Uh, Sean, are you going to be joining me this year? No. I'm going to be on the sidelines <laughs> cheering you on, rooting for 89.7 FM. That's right. Okay. Pom-poms, the whole deal. All right, <laughs> folks. So let's, I, 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 I do get excited about this topic, and I have to contain myself because this is, it is a beautiful topic. On the Solemnity of, the, of Corpus Christi this year, um, the association, I'm sorry, the Congregation of the Blessed Sacrament, some local guys here are, are organizing another Eucharistic procession. Uh, and we thought we would get uh, Cesar Camacho in here with us to tell us all about it, the association, the, the procession, and how every single one of you are listening to us right now can bring your apostolate, can bring your ministry from your parish, bring, bring your family, and participate in this beautiful event. Think about it. You know, I, I've seen many videos on YouTube that keep popping up here and there about Eucharistic processions where there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people all over uh, coming together 
in Eucharistic, Eucharistic processions. And we get to have that here. So, so Caesar, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule, because you're, you're a busy guy, for being with us here on Rise and Walk. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah, so, so where do we start? Because there's the, associate, there's the congregation. There's, tell me what you want to start off well, with. Well, you know, the Holy Spirit has really <laughs> got a sense of humor. <laughs> he invited us to go to San Fernando Valley and take an axe retreat to three parishes uh, there in California. Oh, wow. And so we gathered 30 men. I was a co-director, and uh, we all flew down to, to California, didn't know what to expect. And uh, to make a long story short, as the directors and co-directors were working together and preparing for the retreat, uh, we come to realize that uh, it was important to have adoration at the retreat. You know, it was just essential yes. for us to have adoration. And so as adoration began, we were really busy preparing for the next uh, uh, ministry that was going to happen. I don't want to disclose it. But <laughs> quiet. <laughs> we're, we're in the hallways talking and getting things prepared. Adoration is going on. And the, and the director, co-director, we, we go inside and we see 120 men prostrated in front of the monstrance, in front of Jesus. And it just, it was overwhelming to see such a beautiful sight. All these men who had no intimate relationship with Jesus to be in love with him and to, to honor him and to respect him and, and to be prostrated in front of him. We just thought, we need to share this. We need to do this more often. And so as we came back to San Antonio, uh, Dr. Billy Stewart and oh, uh, yeah. Frank Guerra, Armando Medina, Richard Acosta, uh, you know, on the dream team, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. They put together. I um, see a poster coming now with they, a dream team on it, I'm kidding. just saying. <laughs> and they, they formed this ministry called Messengers of His Real Presence. Ah, oh, that's right. And the whole goal was to be able to share uh, this love, this powerful means of, of this transformation of individuals and and society, and we wanted to share this Eucharist to be able to uh, inform people the, the body, blood, soul, and divinity. And, and as we began to study and prepare for talks, and we come to realize that there's a great percentage of men and women that are Catholics that really don't understand or get it. And so we felt impelled by the Holy Spirit to to give these talks in front of RCIA classes, wow. uh, in, in different parishes to in, be able to increase uh, adoration. And so that's how it all began. Well, Caesar, can I ask you real quick? You, know, the, David, you had the dream team now in my head. So the, the dream team, are, are any one of you all available um, to give talks now at the parishes to continue doing this? I mean, I'm not sure with COVID if things are different. Do you have DVDs available? I mean, because what I love about it is there's men together that understand the teachings of the Catholic Church when it comes to Eucharistic adoration, the Eucharist, body, blood, soul, and divinity. You get it. And I'm sure that comes out when you do your presentations. Uh, do you all offer that right now, or are you still trying to rework that? Where are you all with, with, with presentations? Because I see men doing it. It's just, it's amazing. Exactly. So this particular ministry began, and um, we get notified that there's a priest downtown at St. Joseph by the name of Father Mario, who's with the Congregation of the Blessed Sacrament, called us in and wanted to know what we were doing <laughs> and invited us and said, you know, we're kind of doing the same thing you're doing with the Congregation of the Blessed Sacrament. 
how would you like to participate and do uh, take an initial formation program, a class for an entire year, and wow. get to know more about the Eucharist? And so we all agree to do it, and come to find out, St. Peter Julian Amart, mm. back in the late 1800s, started the Congregation of the Blessed Sacrament. It was important for him to do this. The Holy Spirit inspired him to make known the love of God and to reach out to men and women, the laity, to go to adoration and spend time with Jesus and to lead your lives uh, animated by the Eucharist and to spread the love of God through the celebration of the Eucharist. And so we began to study all this. It was phenomenal. All the things that <laughs> the book was about four to five inches thick, right? Oh, wow. It was just so much information, and we just fell in love with God, and we felt that we needed to do this publicly, and uh, we became associates of the congregation, and we began to give these initial formation programs. Uh, we started at St. Joseph, wow. and all 21 of us as messengers became associates. Then we did our first class at St. Joseph. We had approximately 30 to 40 men and women that took the class and became associates. We went to Prince of Peace and it was phenomenal at Prince of Peace. Well, to make a long story short, we've got over 450 associates what? just here wow. in San Antonio. Wow. And we invite all the parishes to reach out to us and so that we can go and explain to you the program, what it entails. It's once a month. It's it's very well done. We've got booklets. We've got study guides. It's uh, well. It's, we need to get an announcement on the air promoting this. I'm not sure why we haven't before, but I can guarantee you within the week we're going to get you on the air. Oh, that that would be wow. wonderful. That would be wonderful because we wish to share this charism of Saint Peter Julian A Mart uh, to everyone, and uh, it's really powerful and it, it will transform your life like you've never believed it. I love it because I tell people you you need a suntan. They go, I know, I need to get out there. I say, no, 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 not S U N. You need S O N suntan. Get into adoration. So so. Uh, to to jump into the the Eucharistic procession, it has taken place when and how, how do you know, is there a charge? I'm kidding. I know there's not, but I know some people may be thinking, well, what does it cost to go to this or participate? Tell us. So once again, the Holy Spirit comes to us, you know, enlightens <laughs> us and says, you know, you need to share this Eucharistic mission, and so we were just inspired to to reach out to the Archbishop and come to find out many years ago. Uh, there was a procession downtown, and for some reason, it stopped. It, it stopped. Wow. And so, uh, Billy Stewart, Frank Guerra, Armando Medina, Frank Medina, you know, all the dream team decided <laughs> that we needed to start this all Is over. Is that Frank again. or Frankie? Frankie. <laughs> oh, okay, just checking. Yeah. So, you know, we'd like to invite everyone uh, this year for the Feast of Corpus Christi procession, which will take place on Saturday, uh, June 5th, and it will be right after the 5 p.m. Mass at San Fernando Cathedral. And the procession will be presided by the Archbishop, Gustavo mm. Garcia Sierra. And we invite every parish. We invite everyone for this glorious event. And so, uh, unfortunately, last year, because of COVID, we didn't have it. But now we're excited that we're going to resume the procession. And all of us come back together as the body of Christ. And the Eucharistic procession will be a little bit shorter than last year, the, back in 2019. We'll have a procession around the main plaza, 
and then we'll have a candlelight uh, Eucharistic adoration until midnight. That's amazing. That's how Isn't that beautiful. beautiful? It, it really is. Folks, if you've never been, this is the fifth annual, uh, or although we didn't have it last year, I'm sorry. But uh, the fifth time we've been doing this, uh, if you've never had an opportunity to participate, this is your year. Uh, I know that when we had it two years ago in 2019, uh, there were so many rose petals, it blew me away. And you shared with me a little story. I think there were supposed to be 200,000 rose petals. I mean, just folks, think about that. Along the route of this, and I didn't follow the whole route. I was in one position, and I saw it. And then even where I was, there was people above me tossing rose petals. I mean, it, it was really beautiful. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah, Billy, Billy ordered 200,000, you know. <laughs> and he kept asking us, do you think that's going to be enough? We're going to have enough? <laughs> well, the package came in, and it was package after package. And they duplicated the order. We received four hundred thousand. <laughs> he got a little nervous because you know where are you going to store these? Because they've got to be a certain temperature. Yep. Otherwise, you know, they're not going to be as fresh. And so he calls the company and says, "Hey, I need to return these." And they said, "You know what? Just keep them." So we had over four hundred thousand rose petals laying at the feet of Jesus, and so it was beautiful. So this year we plan to have uh, rose petals once again. Uh, so that uh, everyone can come and adore Jesus and lay a path for him. Uh, we'll be singing songs of praise along the way. Archbishop, will, I'm sure he's going to stop at several points and pray to the community. And uh, so we invite all our brothers and sisters to come out. And we hope to have trumpets blasting, right? We've got to have those trumpets blasting <laughs> at various points of the procession. That will really alert everybody downtown. Hopefully we'll have some tourists that'll join us so that they can see the presence of Jesus Christ. And that's another part that I love about it. Because, of course, I got there early. I had my camera. You know, I'm one of those who loves to capture these moments on camera. I'm not a photographer, but because I do radio. But it was people walking up. They saw us dealing with all the, the flower petals, the rose petals, and they were asking what's going on. And I was able to share with them and witness to them, you know, Jesus will be there very soon. And they're like, what, 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 what? I was like, yeah. And, and to have them understand that we as Catholics preach and teach and, and, and understand and believe about the Eucharist and to be able to share that with those people who don't understand that. And, and they saw our excitement. They saw all these people uh, moving around and, and like a bunch of ants and worker bees and doing everything we need to do. It was neat to see on their, their face. Wow, this is really good. How about I said, I'm not kidding. Please stay here. Here's some rose petals. Jesus' body, blood, soul, and divinity is about to process in front of you. Jesus will be walking by it could simply be something like Palm Sunday when he came into the city, you know, and, and you could see the excitement. To be able to share that with somebody, people were getting excited. So I look forward to that again. And these are things that you guys as organizers, the Dream Team, they don't get to see. We're out there doing what we're doing, and, and I want to thank you for doing it because I'm sure it's not an easy task. Things happen, things, things pop up, uh, whether it's the drones that you used before weren't work, quite working or getting the footage and doing all that stuff. This is a neat thing to participate in. If, if we're out there listening and we have a, a, a parish group that wants to participate, do they need to let you all know? Should they let you all know? Maybe if, they, they, if they're musicians? I mean, tell me who they contact for more information. You know, everyone's invited, uh, Richard. It's, it's, it's an invitation for all the religious, all the laity. We invite everybody. All the ministries from the Guadalupanas to the Knights of Columbus to the Divine Mercy, you know, all the adorers. Uh, it'll just be beautiful to have everyone there. <clears throat> and uh, I wanted to share the story because in 2019, as I was 
you know, I was moving ahead of the procession, making sure everything was ready right. and so forth. <laughs> and I walk in front of the Aztec Theater, and they've got a concert that that's getting ready to start. <sighs> And there was a line full of these millennials, you know, <laughs> and the way they were dressed, you can imagine. I think there were more tattoos there than rose petals, right? And I said, oh, perfect. You know, we're going to have Jesus walk right in front of them. And the face, the faces as they turned to see this procession leading right in front of them, it was, it was phenomenal. And even some of them knelt down. Yep. Yeah, yep. It, it, yep. Was, it was great. It was really wonderful. So, yeah, we invite everybody. Uh, to come together and to honor our king. And so, you know, we, we, we would just love to have this as the biggest procession in, in the country, in the world, you know. That's Billy Stewart's, you know, <laughs> dream is to, to, to outdo just everybody, you know. Well, I, I'd love to tweak it just a little bit. I'd love to see the Eucharistic procession process into the Alamo Dome. There you go. While we're all there packed to the gills, to the very top, nosebleed section, to the very bottom all praying a rosary in anticipation for Jesus coming into the Alamo Dome. That! Oof, I'd love to see well, that. Let's start talking but, to the city. Yeah, let's, yes. let's start arranging that. I agree with that. Yes. <laughs> Woo! So, so the vision for, for this, for, for the Eucharistic procession, we want, it, we want to invite people from all over the place. And of course, all over the Archdiocese. I'm going to appeal because we have our station there in Marble Falls. Uh, folks listening to us in Horseshoe Bay, in Llano, uh, uh, west part of Austin, wherever you can hear us, you're invited as well. It's not just, not just an Archdiocese of San Antonio thing. We want anybody and everybody. If you're breathing, we want to see you there. Amen. Uh, um, I'm assuming since it's on Main Plaza, if you can get to Main Plaza, the accommodations, maybe if somebody's in a wheelchair or, or in uh, crutches, they'll still be able to participate. Um, but is it going to go around the edges of Main Plaza? Maybe there's, there's key points. How does, that, how does that all set up? You know, the Archbishop <laughs> makes that decision at, the, at that very moment. Yes, so we'll, we'll let the, the Holy Spirit take care of that. But yes, you know, we want everybody to be there. Uh, it, it's, it'll be magnificent. It'll be beautiful, um, and as I mentioned before, we want this to be the largest procession in San Antonio. And as we are processing from one of the oldest functioning cathedrals in the entire United States, I mean, what else do you want, right? Yes. In the center of the city, and especially named after St. Anthony of the Padua, a very Eucharistic saint. And like a you doctor said, of the church. Even. No kidding. Wow. And, and I think there's more adoration chapels here in San Antonio, right? Yes, it is beautiful. Um, so if somebody wanted more information, uh, is there a website, is there a Facebook page, is there an event on Facebook that we can take and share? Because I'd love to share that event uh, with everybody. I want everybody to know about it. And, and you know how sometimes people, you know, San Antonians, South and Central Texas folks, they like to respond very late to things because they want to keep their options open. Exactly. Folks, I want this to be the, uh, the item that's on your calendar that you focus on. And what a great way to start off the summer. Kids are hopefully, I think, going to be getting out of school either right then and there or the following week. What a great way to, to start it off on the right foot. Uh, and adoring Jesus in the Eucharist, participating in the Eucharistic procession. Um, and again, attend Holy Mass because we all have to go to Holy Mass. They're at the, at the cathedral, and I'm not sure of the capacity of it, but I'd love to see it packed there and grow even more during the procession. And, and the part that I think we're adding to it uh, maybe we had it before, is, is having Jesus exposed in the Eucharist in a monstrance until midnight. That night, I'm assuming, is it outside the cathedral or inside? Home? No, it'll be outside. Wow. So we'll have chairs, we'll have speakers, we'll have music, uh, candlelights. Father Victor is 
going crazy buying candlelights, <laughs> candles all over. I don't know how many candles he's getting. So, yeah, it's going to be really a, a wonderful event. I emailed all the parishes of the Archdiocese to all wow. the bulletin editors so that they can enclose it into their bulletin. I wanted to be able to speak at least a couple of weeks before the event so that people could put it on their calendars and uh, make sure that they find the opportunity to come. So if you want more information, you can go to the San Fernando of the Archdiocese website. Hopefully they've got it up. If not, uh, you can call me, you know? <laughs> and your number is? Oh, yes. Ready, San Antonio? Yes. Uh, Erico 210-787-7461. So feel free to call me if you've got any questions or you want to, you know, come up with an idea of bringing your ministry banners or whatever you want to do. You know, we're open to, to ideas, but most importantly, we want everybody to be there. And I'll actually include that number and any links uh, available uh, at the bottom of our, of our Facebook page also good, to, good, to good. ensure that. 787 7461? 787 7461. Cool. There you go. Excellent. Wow. You know, it's funny how, how again, I, I, I talk about how I love to take photos. Um, and people ask me, why do you take so many photos? I said, so I can put them on the radio. And people look at me kind of funny. <laughs> yes, you can't put them on the radio, folks. <laughs> but I remember when Archbishop Gustavo was installed. He, uh, they were praying Vespers the night before he was installed. And he was there. I think it was, I'm, I'm correct. The, the position that I was at, I was actually, it was, he was kneeling facing the cathedral. The monstrance was in front of him, two, three, four, five feet away. And I was on the other side. I was between the Eucharist and the cathedral. And some of the shots, and I'm going to find him. I'm going to put him on Facebook again. It was beautiful. I love seeing people pray before our Lord in the Holy Eucharist. Uh, and to, to capture Archbishop Gustavo doing that, I, I can only imagine this is what it's going to look like again when we have all these people behind him. And uh, Archbishop Gustavo, as our shepherd, leading us in Eucharistic adoration that evening will just be amazing. It is uh, amazing. It really is. And, you know, we want to thank Frank Guerra with his advertising company. Oh, yes. He's the one that provides all those aerial shots and, and drones and everything. You know, he, he does such a great job. So, you know, those, those pictures will be available. But the best picture is for you to be there and to witness it, <laughs> That's right? right? Yes, absolutely. Um, so uh, we're, we're hoping for two, three, four, five thousand people. I'm, I'm asking for people to get out there. Um, when it comes to the day of the event, uh, I, I don't understand how parking goes. Is it on the weekends that, they, that there's no tolls? Or how, do they, how does That's that work? That's correct, yeah. So it's my understanding. If not, uh, you can send your ticket to a GRN. <laughs> I was going to say, Frank, you're right. <laughs> you yeah. beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, it, it, it should be just fine. So, you know, get there early. If you want to bring uh, chairs, we're going to have a lot of chairs out there available, you know, for the elderly, those that want to sit uh, or want to get there early. So we'll have uh, plenty of chairs out there for you. And so public prayer, we'll have music, rose petals, candlelight. So feel free to bring your own flower petals, you know, from your own garden and to wow. share that with Jesus. Uh, It'll be in the evening, so it, it will be a little warm, so you might want to consider bringing some bottled water. But uh, please join us, and then we'll have Eucharistic adoration till midnight. Well, and then we all can go to Mithieras and eat, right? There you go. There you go. <laughs> we will, or we can have them bring the food to us. I'm kidding. I'm there kidding. There you kidding. go. Um, so, again, more information. Uh, you can go to the website for San Fernando Cathedral here in the Archdiocese of San Antonio. They're probably in the process of right now getting it updated. Of course, tune in to Guadalupe Radio. We've already got the announcement, I think, recorded and up there and we want you to bring all your friends all your family your parish group any ministries that you're part of maybe you're part of an acts community maybe you're part of the guadalupanos maybe you're a knight of columbus 
uh, whatever degree you are at, bring them. Maybe your assembly or your council. There's no reason you should not be out there. Let's make this the biggest, the best uh, Eucharistic procession San Antonio has ever seen. I wish I knew the numbers of before you started doing it again, how big they got. But maybe it's time to really blow it out of the water and just have an amazing Eucharistic procession. Can you see that, Caesar? Amen. It'd be awesome. I'm loving that. Um, and why why is it on this feast day? You know, I understand, but why is it so important for the people out there listening uh, for this to be that feast day that you choose? You know, the Feast of Corpus Christi was first instituted uh, in 1264 by Pope Urban IV. Ah. And it emphasized our belief as Catholics of the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist in a more public way. So by celebrating Christ's presence with us, uh, Pope Urban declared this feast day in the church in reference to Jesus' words from the Gospel of Matthew. In the the Gospel, Matthew wrote, and behold, I am with you always until the end of the age. So we come to realize that he didn't leave us as orphans, right? (laughs) So he remains with us in every consecrated Eucharist and so through our Eucharistic procession, we tend to, we want to celebrate this beautiful mystery of our faith that Jesus is still present with us in the Holy Eucharist. Amen. A amen. miracle like no other miracle. Well, this is a lot of information and I don't want to, to, to what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I want to capture every single detail, but I want to take a quick break. Folks, and when we come back, we're going to share with you just a little bit more about how you yourself right now listening can, can participate and bring other people with you to adore. Stay tuned for more Rise and Walk here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. This is a Messy Family Minute with Mike and Alicia Hernan. Creating good habits is an important part to family life, especially at the beginning of a school year. St. Francis said, let us begin again, for until now, we have done nothing. This is a great inspiration for us because we're probably the most consistently inconsistent parents out there, and we're always beginning again. It's hard to create habits in ourselves, let alone in a group of children. To start a new family habit, you need to first sit down and create a plan with your spouse. Remember, most of us spend too much time on what is urgent and not enough time on what is truly important. Then you need to implement the plan together. Think about the pushback you're going to get from your kids and be ready to deal with it. Talk to the older kids ahead of time and try to get their buy-in. Connect any new habits with a bigger vision for your family life. And keep them motivated. Connect your habits with good things that kids like to do. Show them the positive consequences of their actions. For more information and encouragement, visit us at MessyFamilyMinute.org. I don't know why I turned on my radio because I've kept my radio off for years, you know, because there's so much trash. And once I turned it on, I was absolutely hooked. I actually was gone from the Catholic Church for 35 years. I want to get to heaven. I don't know if I will. I mean, I worry about it. But I not only want to get to heaven at the moment of my death, I want to find as much heaven as possible here on earth. I love the shows with the Catholic apologist. I love the shows with the sort of day-to-day psychologist, Greg and Lisa Popchek. I love hearing not just of other people's problems who call in, but I love getting the Catholic take on how to deal with day-to-day reality. If your purpose in life is to find God, not just here, but after you die, then living out that purpose is going to color absolutely everything you do. The Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. Now, back to Rise and Walk. All right, folks, we are talking about 
the Eucharistic procession taking place on Saturday, June 5th, after the 5 o'clock Mass, so getting started about 6 o'clock-ish, 6.15, down in front of San Fernando Cathedral here in the San Antonio area on Main Plaza. So this year we'll be actually on the roads, on the streets of downtown. It'll be around Main Plaza. And if you see Main Plaza, it's a good, good little area. Uh, we will be led by His Excellency Archbishop Gustavo Garcia Sierra. Oh, I'm assuming not carrying the huge monstrance that they have at San Fernando, but maybe one of the smaller to carry because that one's a pretty heavy one, unless he's carrying the big one. Um, uh, but led to different, I'm going to call them stations or areas that he will stop and he will pray for us and with us as a community uh, and adoring our Lord in the Holy Eucharist. Uh, this is a very exciting event. You do not need to RSVP, but if you want, if you have a question and you want to get a hold of Caesar or any one of these guys, at least the first phone number to remember is 210-787-7461. You can, I guess they can text you or they can call you. Um, and is there by chance an email address that they can use as well in case they're there? Oh, my goodness. You know? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm a parishioner at Prince of Peace, so you can email me at stewardship ah. at princeofpeacecatholic.org. Got it, got it, yeah, got so it. I'm, I'm all over, so I work Everywhere. as a volunteer yes. <laughs> there at Prince of Peace so that they can reach for me there. And for those of you all tuning in right now via Facebook, you can just put in a comment or question here on the comments, wherever it's on the left or the right. Um, and we will get that answer over to you. I'm sure we'll have his phone number there. We'll also have the website for the Congregation of the Blessed Sacrament, which is blessedsacrament.com. If you're interested in becoming one of the associates of the Congregation of the Blessed Sacrament, I'm, I'm sure Caesar can help you with that. I'm sure you can look on the website as well. Uh, we would love to increase devotion to the Blessed Sacrament. And it's fun to, funny, sometimes when I run into to non-Catholic Christians out there, Protestants, they, you know, they say it's all about Jesus. And I say, well, what do you think the Eucharist is? And then I give them a little catechesis, you know, not, nothing too much in their face, but getting them to understand the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus is contained in the Eucharist. You know, it, sometimes that's all they need to hear. And I invite them. We, there's a great story that I have of, of a buddy of mine out in Fredericksburg who invited his Lutheran uh, friend to adoration. And I forget, it was about a year's time, maybe two years' time. And just, just simply to come pray with him. Come pray with him. I think it's like early morning, Friday mornings. Well, eventually that friend converted to Catholicism. And he credits his time in Eucharistic adoration, getting to know Jesus in a way that, that other people really don't understand. And that blew me away. Eucharistic adoration. So then you guys jump on the screen, on the scene, I should say, uh, promoting this Eucharistic procession. And I wish we did it more often throughout the year. But hey, once a year is fine. Let's get everybody together. So, so tell us... Uh, just a little bit more about the Congregation of the Blessed Sacrament so our listeners will get piqued as far as uh, maybe joining and becoming an associate. You know, it's such a wonderful program. Uh, we're offering it right now uh, through virtual <coughs> conference. Okay. Zoom, because, I'm assuming? Through Zoom because of the pandemic, which was, I was kind of hesitant to do that. Because <laughs> it's nothing like being in front of the people and, and, oh, yeah. and engaging with them and sharing a meal and so forth. But uh, through, the conf- through the virtual conference, we've got parishioners from different parishes that are now are able to participate. And so uh, right now we're in our sixth class. We, we have a class once a month. and uh, Second Monday of the month, is that correct? Right now we're doing it the second Monday of the month. And uh, we, we have a booklet. We've got a study guide. Uh, very well done. And we share the, the charism of St. Peter Julian Amart. And it's a wonderful program. I really encourage uh, our listeners 
to participate in this, to reach out to me so that I can come and talk to your pastor, to talk to your congregation about this program. And we can do this live, we can go to your parish, we can do it through Zoom conferencing. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's such a great public worship that it's second to none. Wow. And uh, it's been really a transformation for me and for all our group, you know, our messengers of the real presence and uh, the associates. So it's something that God wants me to share with you today. So <laughs> you need to call me because it's, it's really a great program. Well, and you know, um, Father Mario, who, who uh, passed away. God you know, rest his soul, yes. Yeah, exactly, you know, we need to pray for him. Um, they, the congregation from Cleveland, Ohio sent us, you know, the best of the best, which was Father Anthony Schuler. Yes. And Father Anthony just passed away God rest two or his three soul weeks well. ago. Yes. Yeah, so wow. we're thinking, you know, now we're feeling like the disciples, you know. <laughs> Are we going to go fishing, you know? Are we going to go back and fish? No, he's asking us to, to go out and to spread the love of God through, through this uh, formation, this, this program that we have, and uh, through the leadership of the congregation in Cleveland. Uh, it's a wonderful program, so please call me. Let's schedule it. Let's let's do it in your parish, or you can do it individually. It's not necessarily have to be done at the parish itself. Right, right. You know, one of the things I'm thinking of because you know, you know we love going out to parishes and promoting Guadalupe Radio uh, as often as we get a chance. Just like Sean did this past weekend, the Lady Queen of Heaven. But I can imagine with 450 members locally of the associates, I should say, you know, they covers a, a large percentage of the parishes in the archdiocese. I know maybe you can coordinate with all of them and say, hey, at your parish. You know, be, be, between now and the procession, ask your pastor if you can give a short announcement. Maybe you provide them the announcement, take it up there, and they themselves share their experience with the Congregation of the Blessed Sacrament and invite people to join them on the Eucharist, Eucharistic procession. Because even just what I love about it is stepping out of what we're going on right here and watching to see how you are so excited about this Eucharistic procession that we're doing here in San Antonio. I absolutely love that. And imagine if all the associates did that at their parish. You know, it inspires others to get fired up. And because we're doing this via Facebook Live, our listeners right now, our viewers can watch you get excited about Eucharistic procession. So invite your fellow associates to, to, to reach out to the parishes. They may be a little bit afraid. Say, be not afraid. <laughs> get out there. Live it out. Come and see. <laughs> Come right? and see. There please, please, please. Amen. So tell us about, in, in closing, uh, this feast day, it's not complete. Uh, unless, you know, tell us. Unless you're there. You know? <laughs> and every listener of GRN, you know, we want everybody there to celebrate with us uh, together as, as the body of Christ, right? As he would want it. And, uh, and if you don't come, it's not going to be complete. So everybody that's <laughs> listening, you know, let it be on your calendars. Bring everyone you know. Bring your flower petals to soften those beautiful steps of our Lord <clears throat> Jesus Christ as we come together as a community to give praise to such a central mystery of our faith, right? You know, it's funny, when you talk about the flower petals, I keep envisioning Palm Sunday, when Jesus rode back in on a donkey, and people were putting palm branches. I, I, I'm just assuming that, that, that roses weren't available or weren't right there, but they still do it in honor and, and wanted to put that on the ground because they realized who was coming through, the Messiah. Well, in our time now, with these rose petals. I mean, folks, I'm going to put them on our Facebook page for Guadalupe Radio Network. We have a new group within the Guadalupe Radio Network Facebook page for South and Central Texas. I encourage you to become a, uh, do, what do you call it, follow? Is that what it is, Sean? 
followers. Follow, with, I'm going to put some some photos from the Eucharist procession two years ago, just so you can try and envision how beautiful it was. I remember looking up and taking pictures of the petals falling down all over the street, wow. up and down. You could see just flower petals, every rose petals everywhere. And, and, and I was, you can tell that it, that it affected me because it's still an image I have in my brain, but I want you all to see it so you can have an idea of what to expect. All the people that were there, I forget how many people were there, but to see them there, to see the rose petals, to see Archbishop Gustavo procession with the monstrance, the Knights of Columbus with, the, I forget what you call the canopy that goes over. It was just so beautiful to see that taking place. And you get another opportunity because of the wonderful guys, the dream team of the Congregation <laughs> of the Blessed Sacrament, these associates, making it happen again. Again, when? Saturday, September? No, June, June oh, 5th. No, oh, no. We can have one in September sorry, if you like, but sorry. no, it'll be June the 5th. <laughs> I'm not sure why it's in September. June the 5th. June yes. the 5th. Um, yes. in it's front a of Saturday. Us, tell us, give us the details again of where it's going to be and so people can have an idea. So it'll be right after the 5, 5 p.m. Mass at San Fernando Cathedral. You're more than welcome to come to Mass uh, there at the Cathedral. But right after the Mass, we're thinking about <clears throat> 6, 6.15 or so. Uh, we'll process around the main plaza. Uh, we'll have music. We'll have prayer. We'll have candlelight. Uh, and we'll have a Eucharistic adoration till midnight. Uh, it'll be a day that grace and mercy will be poured out upon the city of San Antonio. Isn't that wonderful? It really And will. if we could have everyone from San Antonio, South Texas, to come and adore our loving King, the Savior of the world, our Prince of Peace. Right? <laughs> I love it. So Sean, this, you, you've never been one of these, Sean, right? No, I haven't, actually. And just hearing the conversation, I'm a little fired up about it because, <laughs> you know, to be so excited um, and going to adoration, uh, just personally, um, I would go at least, you know, twice twice a week is, is, is what I tried to do. Uh, and it is such an amazing time to be there in front of the Lord praying. Um, it's just beautiful. So I'm really excited to hear what y'all have talked about regarding the, the, the rose petals, the gathering of people, Archbishop with the monstrance. And I'm picturing all this in my head. I'm like, wow, what can I expect in going? You, you know, yeah. this is super exciting. And to be able to do it as the body of Christ, you know, with so many, you know, with so many things holding us back in, in the past year to be able to come together and celebrate the Feast of Corpus Christi. Amen. It's beautiful. It is. It really is. I'm not sure of the involvement of, of auxiliary bishops, uh, Bishop Mike and Bishop Gary, uh, but it'd be great to see them there as well. But I, know, I don't know what the plans are. I'm sure they're crazy busy with all the confirmations and everything going on. Just so many wonderful things going on in the Archdiocese of San Antonio. Uh, I want to thank you for, for everything you're doing. Have we covered everything? Your phone number, how to get a hold of you, all the groups that are invited. If you're listening to us right now, you are invited. We want to see you there. Um, it's going to be a beautiful time of prayer. Uh, you you know, go, attend Holy Mass there at San Fernando Cathedral at 5 o'clock when it's over. You know, they get a little bit organized, and our, His Excellency Archbishop Gustavo walks out. And I'm not sure if he's going to be celebrating that 5 o'clock Mass or not. But, I think he is, yes. Uh, okay. Um, but it's, it's just, you'll see the joy in the air. You'll be able to feel it, especially when Jesus comes out with Archbishop Gustavo carrying him in the monstrance. I, I just... Yeah, folks, I am, I am very excited. I, you know, we will do our very best to get on out there and promote it like crazy so everybody knows it's taking place. I'm sure every bulletin will have the information in there. Uh, we'll have our announcements out there. We'll put it on Facebook, of course. And, um, I, we need to get a hold of the other social media uh, as well. But uh, I, I know you all usually do a really good commercial, that's what I'll call it, for it from previous years. I can't wait to see this year's. 
Yeah, uh, we're working on that. <laughs> okay, good. You know, th- this, this was kind of like up in the air. We really yeah. didn't know the, how this was going to take place. You know, originally we wanted to do the the entire mm-hmm. city like we did last, in 2019. But, you know, uh, because of COVID and the restrictions and everything, uh, we were a little hesitant. But, you know, now that uh, a lot of these restrictions have been lifted, it's going to be out in the open air. Uh, so we're taking some baby steps. That's okay. But uh, Jesus will be there, and we hope to have everyone there. And I want to thank Guadalupe Radio. Please, mm-hmm. listeners, send your donations to, <laughs> to GRN and thank help them you. out. They definitely need our help, because without them, we couldn't be able to send this wonderful message out to the, to the world, right? Well, this is a beautiful message. This is what I love to call the good news. Jesus is coming. <laughs> Jesus will be here on that beautiful Eucharistic Procession Day. Imagine that. Folks, so get on out there. Get your families. Get your groups. Get your parishes. Get your, you know, if you, if you uh, invite your friends, uh, direct them to... Uh, your experience if you've been there before. Uh, you know, again, look at our Facebook page that we're going to put up there in a few, few, I guess, few hours of all the photos from the previous years. You're going to absolutely love it. Uh, Sean, am I forgetting anything on this event or the other events that are going on? No, actually, I think you hit everything, Richard. But the one thing I'd like to add, of course, is when you talk about Jesus being present there, he truly is present. Amen. Body, blood, soul, and divinity. There's going to be nothing like it. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited to be going myself. So. Yeah, what I love about it is we do have a, I wish I knew the percentage of non-Catholics that tune in to Guadalupe Radio. I'm not so sure about Rise and Walk, but hey, if they are, I'm inviting you as well. See that, how this is done and the experience that we have and how joy-filled we can be with Jesus in our presence. Uh, uh, Caesar, I want to thank you for your time, for coming out here, uh, for being with us, for sharing with us your enthusiasm, for talking to us about the congregation of the Blessed Sacrament, the messengers of his real presence, and all that that entails. Uh, hopefully, we double the number of, of associates in your congregation. We thank you. We thank you for everything. God bless you, you and your family. Amen, amen. All right, folks, we've got about four minutes left to go. Sean, tell us a little bit again. I want to make sure our listeners understand about your time at Our Lady Queen of Heaven this weekend. So this weekend, I did my first parish talks um, at Our Lady Queen of Heaven. And basically, they invited me out. I got to talk about the uh, apostolate, the wonderful Catholic radio apostolate, uh, and the work that we do here. Uh, of course, Father Oscar, uh, Deacon Larry was out there uh, just welcoming us. I got a chance to meet um, you know, some members of the Crusaders of Christ, of course, Richard and Ray uh, out there. Um, and it was, it was a beautiful time. And again, just to be able to see some of the parishes uh, start opening back up, being able to get out there and talk and meet with people, set up our, our table out there, uh, it was great. So again, if you're tuning in and listening, uh, we do have our new Facebook page. That's the GRN South and Central Texas Facebook group. Um, not a page, excuse me, but uh, it, it's a group. You can go You're ahead and, and join. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting to know that stuff. But yes, please do. Share it with all your friends, too. Again, we like to keep um, you know everybody tuned in as to uh, what's going on around the Archdiocese, what's going on at the parishes, fundraisers, events. And that's what I was sharing with uh, Our Lady Queen of Heaven is uh, we love to promote our, our bishops, our priests, our deacons and all the events that they're putting, we want everybody to be successful, and we want to be a you know play a part in that. Yeah, and of course, if you're out there in the western part of the diocese of Austin, whether you're in Atlanta or you're at Holy Trinity out there, or maybe you're in St. Paul the Apostle, 
in Horseshoe Bay, maybe uh, St. John the Evangelist in Marble Falls, maybe up there at Our Mother of Sorrows uh, in the northern part there. You know, we want you all to come on down and experience this as well. Cause it yeah. is, and if you've got one going on up there, please let us know. I'm right. sure many parishes are going to be per, uh, participating in Eucharistic processions uh, that weekend as well. Let us know so we can get the word out. Right. GRN South and Central Texas. That's so. right. Amen. So, uh, folks, again, uh, we have our, and, and we have our share thon <laughs> Seems like we just had one, but our next share thon is in three weeks from tomorrow. Three weeks? Sean, is that right? It three is. weeks? Yes. Oh, my goodness. And we're also looking for volunteers. I believe our first shift, 7 a.m. to 1 p.m., is full. But we have another shift from 1 to 7 p.m. Right, we're still Friday. looking for volunteers for that. I think uh, we've got maybe four or five slots uh, available. Um, so we're, we're looking to fill that. And we, we love having the volunteers here. They're such a big help. And the share obviously wouldn't be as successful as they are without the help of the wonderful volunteers we have at the GRN. Yep. We provide you a warm, uh, I should say cool because it's going to be the summer, uh, atmosphere uh, with many folks that love Catholic radio and love our faith. We provide you uh, meals and snacks and, and prayers. And we give away little little prayer booklets or, or little, little knickknacks within our faith to help enrich your faith. And it's just a fun time. It, it's super fun. I think, uh, obviously, the, the Spring share was my first time. I'm looking forward to the second time. I think probably the funnest part was this, you know, being able to, to talk, talk, visit, and take pictures with everybody. So please come on out and support us. Amen. Again, so tune in next Monday, same time, same station. Until, until then, may all of us continue to rise and walk. And do me a favor. Tell a friend or two or three about Guadalupe Radio Network. God bless you. Know that you are in our prayers. We ask you to please keep us in yours. Thanks for listening to Rise and Walk. To listen or watch again, go to iTunes or visit the Guadalupe Radio Network Facebook page. Have a question or comment? Email us at riseandwalk at grnonline.com. And make sure to join us next week for another episode of Rise and Walk. Archbishop Gustavo issued a decree on May 5th to the people of the Archdiocese of San Antonio regarding the Sunday Mass obligation. On May 23rd, Pentecost Sunday, the Sunday Mass obligation is reinstated for all Catholics in the Archdiocese of San Antonio. There is much more information in the decree, so please read it. To read all the different information, visit the website for the Archdiocese of San Antonio at archsa.org or find it on their Facebook page. The Guadalupe Radio Network would like to thank Dr. Christopher York, an ENT doctor practicing in medical and surgical treatments of disorders of the ears, nose, and throat with an emphasis on thyroid and parathyroid surgery. Dr. York is also past president of the Catholic Physicians Guild of San Antonio and can be reached locally at 210-499-4589. Thank you, Dr. York, for your support of the Guadalupe Radio Network. You've heard it said, don't put off tomorrow what you can do today. So instead of letting your unused vehicle sit idle one more day, why not donate it to the Guadalupe Radio Network? Just call 1-866-628-2277 or come by grnonline.com and click on Donate Now. That's 1-866-628-2277 or come by grnonline.com and click Donate Now. Later model cars or trucks are greatly appreciated. Seize the day by calling 1-866-2277. 
faith, hope, charity. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. This is the station the Lord has made. KJMA, 89.7 FM, Floresville, San Antonio. Also at grnonline.com. So listen daily, rejoice, and be glad.